time after time. Exactly. Didn't need to pay for that one either. This, this concludes the Randy Savage portion of the podcast. The Macho Man. Wow, that was actually pretty good. Thanks. Did I ever tell you I was on an airplane once with Ric Flair? No. Yeah. The Nature Boy. I think. And my dad's like, hey, <laughs> look who's up there. I was like, who? And he's like, that's Ric Flair. I don't know how he knew who Ric Flair was. He never watched wrestling. Did he go talk to Ric Flair? See, these are so. This no. is this is great. So, this is a question I would like to ask him about this encounter. This I don't know that he would even remember it. Um, Do you remember I, the time you met the Nature Boy Ric Flair? Art? We didn't actually meet him. Like he was like four rows ahead of us. He was in coach. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't think wrestling paid that much then. I mean, it was like the middle of the eighties. So I don't know, but it was it was definitely the Nature Boy. Well, there and you go. My, my wife is sure that she saw Britney Spears at the Rainbow Room one time. Oh, God. But she didn't. Hot. It wasn't Britney Spears. She still got it. Oh, it, it wasn't her, though. Ooh. No. We did, uh, you know, Peter Gallagher from the OC? Wow. I love how it's Peter Gallagher from the OC. <laughs> you, know, you know, Peter Gallagher from the OC <laughs> and Enough. Mr. Deeds? Yes, that's what I would have said. <laughs> Clearly, his two biggest roles. He, he uh, was awesome in Mr. Deeds. My, Mr. My, Deeds is a very underrated movie. My my new bride and I, we were in New York City for our uh, for our honeymoon, and mm-hmm. he was coming out of a theater, and he almost ran us over on the sidewalk. Oh wow, douche McStellar. Yeah, and we like we like turned and looked at each other. And we were we were both like that dude looked just like Peter Gallagher, and like we walked around the corner to the front of the theater, and he was definitely like in the play at that theater. So he was also movie. in While You Were Sleeping uh, with, with Sandra Bullock, 1990, didn't 1995. Didn't see no, didn't see that? No. I did see Deeds many times. Yes, Deeds was funny. I actually went to the theater and saw Deeds. A, I did not see it in the theater, but <laughs> I wish I had, because that's a damn funny movie. You know, it came out, I can tell you, it came out in 2002, <laughs> because that was... Uh, Right, was it 2002? It was the summer where sure, I had like why not? It, it was in uh yeah, it was 2002 because it was the summer I was in Ohio and there wasn't a lot going on on the weekend, so we went and saw a lot of movies. We saw Mr. Deeds, we saw Triple X. Mhm. We saw Austin Powers 3? Was that 3 or 4? I don't know. Sure, why not? They did a lot of Austin Powers <laughs> movies, but yes. I actually didn't love Mr. Deeds the first time I saw it. It's kind of grown on me in the mm, years. It's a classic, I think. The I want the Hawaiian Punch water fountain. I mean, <laughs> clearly. Oh, that movie's so good. And I love John Turturro in that movie. Yes, I was going to say the butler. He's so good in that movie. <laughs> very sneaky. Yeah, great. Very sneaky. Very sneaky. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, we we just snuck into the show here. Yeah, we did. The speaking, dog is here. I'm hoping she doesn't pull the headphone cable out this time. Speaking of sneaky. Very sneaky. Uh, we have we have some sad news. Oh, R.I.P. What's what happened? Um, oh, they can't, pl- they they canceled Nashville on they ABC. Canceled right. 
RIP. Nashville, RIP. RIP. No, uh, I'm not playing the My spoiler horn. Catherine because... Fish is very upset about that. I, I had to. She told me to make sure I let the podcast community know her upsetness. Did she? You know what? She doesn't get to say that unless she listens. <laughs> you <laughs> can you tell know? her I said that. How do you know she doesn't listen? Do you do you do you, like download measurements? Yeah, yeah. I'm tracking her via the NSA. Or do you just assume? I'm just assuming. I know my wife doesn't listen. Well, you know, Quantico did get renewed, so. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about your wife. Were we? Oh, I thought we were. Um, we we're have, talk- we have some... Oh, we're talking about uh, sad news. Yeah, very, very sad news. And I'm, I'm not playing the spoiler horn because A, everybody knows. Oh. And B. Is he really, uh, is he really dead, though? And B. Yeah, he's did really they... dead. Did they and show him die? Jesus Christ. No okay. conspiracy theorists. They technically didn't show him die. So does he turn into a white walker? Uh no, he wouldn't turn into he would turn into like a white, like the the undead people. Wow, he would turn white. Okay. No, uh, like W I G H T. W W A M V C. Jesus Christ. Um okay, so we're talking about hold the door. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have not only not only did we lose Hodor you know, Suppose, supposedly, supposedly, um, uh, allegedly, you know, I am the one who like after the red wedding and people were like freaking out. I was like, hey, George Martin told you he was going to kill all your favorite characters. Yeah. And last night when Hodor met his maker, he met George R. R. Martin. Well, um, to, to be fair, really, it was Bran that killed him. Let's let's just put that I, on. Let's put it on front street. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're putting Bran on blast and not that he doesn't deserve it. I mean, but totally deserves it. But it was, you know, it was an unintentional back to the future death. He was like, he he just had to have one more puff from the three eyed raven, like time warp. You know, just one more, man. I just I just need one more, you know, and who pays the who pays the uh, the iron price. But but Willis, but hold the door. Willis pays the price. Uh, So, yeah, it's uh, not only did we lose Hodor, but um what was I talking about? I don't even know what I was talking about. You got me all distracted. I'm sorry. Uh, um, we lost people. People. So he said, you know, I, and I and I was like, after the Red Wedding, I was like, you know, he said he's going to kill off. All, and, you know, he said at one point that he was like two chapters into the first book and he already knew how Ned was going to die, how Catelyn was going to die, mm-hmm. how Rob was going to die. Like he already knew how all these main characters were going to die. <laughs> Well, it looks like he already knew how Hodor was going to die too. And but but I was real like when he when he died last night like like I was just yeah. He my didn't. wife was not all that moved. But she hasn't read Cuz he cuz he didn't die. He's dead, dude. He's dead. He's mm. dead as dead. I don't know. Hodor. I think he's pretty time, I'm pretty time sure to, he's dead. Time to change your avatar. No, I will never change it now. I can never change it. <laughs> I was gonna tweet something about that. Like now you're now you can't change it. You can't it. ever change it now. I was really sad. Like I wasn't Aww. sad with the red wedding because I knew it was coming and it was more like gruesome than sad mm-hmm. for me. But I was really sad with Hodor. And I think part mm. of that was because of going into Brand's vision and the kid that they got to play, young Hodor Willis. He was. He did a really good job. I mean, he was only on screen for like a minute, but he did a really good job. And like, so Brand fucked up his life like all the way starting as a kid, and then killed him at the end. Brand like, not seriously. only killed him. I mean, I guess Mira kind of killed him. She's the one telling him to hold the door. 
But, I mean, it's all Bran's fault. Because right. he wouldn't be Hodor if Bran wasn't in his head. And if Bran hadn't gone back in time, well, not really gone back in time, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it kind of it hurts your head a little bit to think about that. So if he had, yeah, if you think about it too much, you're gonna hurt yourself. If he had never gone back in time. If he had never made him Hodor, could he have Hodored when he yeah. Hodored? Could he have Hodored? I don't think he could have Hodored. But then that begs the question: like, if he doesn't Hodor, who's gonna Hodor? No, I mean, because there's not many people that can hold or that long. I can only I think mean. of one. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Oh my but gosh! So long obviously, story short, I'm very. We're talking very about. Sad. We're obviously we're obviously we're talking about Game of Thrones people. Oh yeah! Spoiler alert. <laughs> Odor's dead. Uh, did Hodor, you see? No, Purpidly. Per, per, oh, he's dead. Allegedly. Did you see the interview? I can never remember the guy's name. The actor. They had an interview with him. No. They didn't play. Uh, it. I didn't watch it because I the episode's really long and I had to get to work. Oh, they didn't play it after the episode. They pu- they put it up on oh. YouTube though, and I assume it'll be like in the DVDs or DVDs or whatever. But he was talking about. It, he was like, you know, I was I was pretty sad about it because Hodor's you know such a you know sweet guy and he's all you know he's a good guy and all stuff. And he was like, but on the other hand, I made it to season six and that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, mean... that's true. Got a good point there. Way to keep things in perspective, Hodor. Yeah, so, R.I.P. Hodor. I mean, we also, you know, we're really <laughs> overlooking another uh, R.I.P., Max von Sydow. Yeah, the Three-Eyed Raven is no gone, more. He's but gone. Not, gone, but not forgotten. Again, another another one who dies at the hands of Bran. You know, Bran is, Bran's got a lot of blood on his hands. <sighs> he's racking it a up, man. A lot of blood on his hands. Um, no, no legs and no soul, apparently. So, he's there got you go. legs? They just don't work. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's got a heart, too. Apparently, that doesn't work. Mm-mm. That's frozen solid. Because he <laughs> killed Hodor. And Three-Eyed Raven. And Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah, I think it Max von Sydow's age. Like, and his direwolf. Um, Jesus Christ. I was, I was as upset about the direwolf, because I didn't know about Hodor yet. I was as upset about the <laughs> direwolf. I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then Hodor so died, ups- and I totally yeah, forgot you- about the goddamn wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the wolf? Hodor's dead. His name is Summer anyway, and it's winter. So where is where is Mirren, and where are they going to go? Where is she going to take him? Like it's like eight thousand. Who knows? But right, and so it begs the question. I mean, so Hodor holds the door. He does. But Avi doesn't hold it for Evers. (laughs) I mean, holds it till he dies. Clearly holds it till you say he died. So then what? Then they just chase after him and chase after him and kill them both. So really, do they just expect us to say, oh, it's kind of snowy and there's not a lot of visibility. So they just get away, get away. Yeah, because clearly those like white walkers aren't proficient in at the snow. So are they going to Castle Castle Black? I don't know. I don't know where the or maybe hard home. I don't know because I don't really know where they are. They're way, way, way north. Does he have to go to another tree, like to be? That's a good question. To get back into the network, to, to yeah, to yes, jack back has, into the matrix, he, he has to tap in, man. He has to get his he has to get his fix. He can't be too far, man. <laughs> he just he got that one little hit, man. It cost him. That's right. But he's he doesn't think about that, you know. That's true. It's uh, <laughs> there's nothing he can do about. The, about uh, Sado and, and Hodor, man. He's just got to go to the next yeah, tree. He's got to keep on keeping on. <laughs> get back into the Matrix. He's got to keep on trekking. 
Uh, I'm I'm really so, sad about Hodor, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. We'll we'll have we'll like can devote a, t- a little section of of the podcast to like Hodor. We can make an award for him or something. The Hodor something award. The Hodor. The Hodor. Hodor. The hold Hod- the door Hodor. award. Hold the door award. <laughs> yeah. I thought when they when they when they started down that road last night, going down the hold yeah. the door road, and you can kind of see where they're going with it. I thought, oh, this is going to be really cheesy. But that kid that they got to play, young Hodor, he did no, a really good was, job. So. It was sad. It was way more sad than at, it was. Because at that moment, you realize that he was like that for the next 30 years, yeah. 30, 40 years. Because of goddamn Bran. Yeah. And then then all of a sudden, his release is when he's dead because of Bran. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Hodor had kind of a fucked up life. Yeah, he really did. He, who's going who's gonna to remember him? I'll remember him. I will there remember Odor with my avatar. I will remember you. Yeah, that's for, that's for Odor. Can we get that song? Yeah, that person. I don't song need it right? now. You, you just did it. <laughs> you did it better than it. <laughs> that was worth ninety nine cents. I'm going to pay Kai you ninety nine cents. You will remember me. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Love it, Odor. We love you. We need one of those like. Little montage, you need a little like Hodor goodbye montage. You think at the Emmys they'll do a Hodor in like, memoriam? You know, like a like American Idol. <laughs> like you had going. a bad day, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Hodor at the gate, like oh fuck, he's gonna die here, and like Hodor like dropping him or something, or like <laughs> oh god, dropping Brand on his head. Yeah, like oh, you had a bad day. <laughs> I want to see that. Someone, internet, make oh, me a Hodor montage. Make that happen. I'm I'm a little shocked. I mean, it's been almost 24 hours. I'm surprised <laughs> it hasn't happened already. Oh man! Uh, but I haven't been on Reddit, so you never know. All right. Um, let's let's move on from the thrones. <laughs> yeah, let's please move on because I'm too sad. I mean, we could go on and on about people that want to. Uh, have sex with Daenerys Targaryen mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh that seemed to got, be a theme. Yeah. And guys with scales mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and guys with no cocks. Let me ask you a question about guys with scales. Um could he not walking dead style chop that arm off? Hmm. I mean it's probably too know. late it's now, a, but it depends on if the virus was in him from the beginning. <laughs> or well, we'll have to wait for the a- episode where they get to the CDC. <laughs> Find out, <laughs> and then the next season where they completely, completely don't talk about it, forget it. Yeah. Oh wait, oh, that's the Walking shit. Dead. We can't do that. No. Oh no, they'll just—they'll never remember. They won't remember that. We'll just throw oh. more zombies at them. Yeah. There you go. Ugh. We'll we'll make a town and a governor. Ugh. Um. So there we go. Uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, next. Uh, we, this is a show, right? We're just not. Is this the show? Talking. We recording. We're recording, right? Oh shit! Are we supposed to be recording this? Oh shit! Oh damn! Netflix, Netflix. right? Netflix. So this is kind of a big deal. Um, they kind of snuck this in. You know, their annual, like their monthly or quarterly announcements about when shows are leaving and mm-hmm. returning and what new content they're getting. I have um, their Netflix Media Center blog post open right now, and there mm-hmm. is literally one sentence about this. Oh, yeah, it's literally snuck in. Like, yeah, can I read it People picked up you? on it. Yeah, please. Uh, now, it's literally one sentence about one of the biggest deals 
ever in media True. history. Had you, had you heard this before I sent this to I you? I had not heard this. You're pretty excited. Though. I'm very excited because he saved me a lot of money. Um, <laughs> all right, and this is at the very end in the last paragraph of their blog post dated today. The blog post entitled, Get Ready for Summer on Netflix US, which doesn't lead you to believe any big deal has been struck. True. It says at the very bottom, First sentence of the last paragraph. From September onwards, Netflix will become the exclusive U.S. pay TV home of the latest films from Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Pixar. Full stop. They move on to the next thing. That's it. <laughs> that's all you get. Like, that's, wow. Okay. Can you explain that? Expand upon it, Netflix? Nope, sure can't. So they just said it. And, but fortunately, the link you sent me from Variety is a lot hmm. more... Hmm, goes into a lot variety. More, more variety. Yeah. Tell me about it, bra. So, I mean, you said it, not so many words, but <laughs> I mean, you, few words. we can kind of uh, expound upon it. Uh, yeah, Disney, or Disney, Marvel, uh, what else did I, was I leaving out there? I mean, Pixar, really, any, all the, yes, so all that, all the Disney properties, right? Yeah, um, but. Are going to be, uh, are going to have exclusive rights to all the Disney films, and they're going to be streaming on Netflix. There's a rub in there, though. Okay. In the U.S., in this country here, the United States of goddamn America, we are only getting 2016 and beyond. Oh. And Star Wars The Force Awakens came out in 2015. So, no back titles. No back titles. Interesting. So... Unless, they're already, unless they're there for, you know, other reasons. So, other I deals. don't... So the twenty dollars I spent on cars was well founded. Yep, because that won't be on yep. there. But I should not spend the twenty dollars on Zootopia. You should not, because Zootopia will be on Netflix. So are you gonna? Un- did you unpreorder? I have not, but I probably will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds very smart. Okay, so I was, I was, I'm a little bummed out than I originally thought. Maybe I should have read the entire article I sent you. Yeah, um, it says it covered the U.S. rights cover Disney movie starting with 2016, which means we will not get Star Wars: Force Awakens. Instead, stars will have streaming rights to that. But in Canada, if you live in so no, Canada, no you can watch no Star Little Wars. Mermaid, no Little Mermaid, no Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. oh, unless they're on there for other deals. Huh. But this deal yeah. only covers 2016 and past. And what's weird about it is this beyond, deal yeah. was signed three and a half years ago. What? Yes, they signed this deal three and a half. Probably, years I bet they ago. did it when they first started the deals for all the uh, Marvel shows. I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Because we are two seasons into Daredevil, and it takes about a year to make a show, and then six months to sign the contract. So there's three and a half years done. I think you're correct, sir. Boom. So you're going to get Zootopia. This is according to the Variety article. Zootopia, Jungle Book, Captain America Civil War, Alice Through the Looking oh, Glass, yes. get excited. Finding Dory, get excited. The BFG, Pete's Dragon, Doctor Strange, the, the new Pete's Dragon, not the old Pete's Dragon. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Moana, which is that new one that they're working on. And Moana, 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 Moana. Moana. Uh, wow. And Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, what is it? It's with the uh, the the seafood shack, the Rayburn shack, Rayburn yep. seafood shack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny Rayburn's. Yeah, <laughs> Danny Rayburn's. Danny yeah. Rayburn's uh, Death Star seafood. <laughs> come on, come on. 
<laughs> um, tr- trust your seafood to the service with the star. I don't know. Um, so what was we talking about? Oh, so so we're going to get new content on Disney, but not the old content on Disney. Yeah, pretty much. And you're not going to get mm. any of this new content, including Zootopia, Captain America, Civil War, etc. until September. Are so the those movies that stream on Netflix like is it can do you get consistently get 1080 or is it like I do yeah mm-hmm. okay I just don't watch speaking a lot of, of movies on Netflix speaking of I don't know if you know about this I'll find the link put it in the show notes uh the Netflix has la- launched a new um website called fast.com which is basically like an internet speed check but it's just for Netflix and it's only sure. download speed. It doesn't give you any any other information. And so you know how Comcast uh, made that big deal with Netflix a couple of years ago where Netflix paid them a shit ton of money uh-huh. so that Netflix wouldn't slow down the movies? Well, I pay for like 100 megabytes down. And Wow. Yeah, I pay for a, a lot of megabytes down. But... According to Netflix's own fast.com speed check, I'm getting about 170 megabytes from Netflix. Jesus. Yeah, my Netflix is like instant on. Can you know how it used to be like you'd load up Netflix and for a couple of seconds it would be like standard def and then it would pop in high def? Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Like it's just boom, it's on. Wow. Let me, I want to go now. I want to go downstairs and see what it is because it's, it gives me a false reading up here because my, main router is downstairs i just have the extent the base station or the airport express that extends it so i get so, about 20 me- i get about 20 megabytes up here in the office on, um, on the on the extender hold on i'm so, gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna check something out okay while you do that i'm gonna walk downstairs really quick and get do a speed test all right talk to them about something uh, no i'll just edit this out i don't want to talk to them okay <laughs> To a fast slim gym. Oh, yeah. So it's about right. Um, I, I'm getting about 20 ish de- uh, up here, and I get about 43, 44 downstairs. Okay. So I'm. Pay- and I pay for the 50 megabytes. So I mean, that's probably about I'm right. I'm paying for one metric shit ton download. Yeah. On speed test, I'm. And this is, of course, this is with me talking to you online. I've got a bunch of tabs open in my browser. Uh, obviously I'm on Skype. Um, my wife is watching something on uh, Netflix or Hulu or something. But even with all that, on speed test, I'm getting 44.19 down. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm paying for like 100. <laughs> if you go to fast.com, which is just to Netflix, yeah. I'm getting 160 megabytes down. Damn. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The difference. Like, That's good. You, you clearly... Like, it lets me know that clearly I could be getting much faster internet. 
if they wanted to, because to this one provider, I am. Right. But to everybody else, the internet at large, nope. Sorry. So much for net neutrality. <laughs> net neutrality is a myth. It, it is a myth. <laughs> it's a you myth. You're 100% correct. Perpetrated by Bran Stark. Yep, yep, yep. I'm Sorry. holding the door. The night, the night king wanted free internet for all, and <sighs> Bran said, "Bran said you can suck it, you and Hodor and Max von Sydow." That's what he said. Yep. So okay, so we're twenty five minutes in, and we really haven't talked about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so every episode, yeah. Um, okay, we got television to talk about. It won't take super long. We have, and that's really, and that's really the reason for the season. It so. is the season to talk about television. We've got uh, we had a the fall TV up front. Bits of TV to talk about. Okay, I got to ask you a question. My We're gonna friend. narrow it down. Oh, you're yeah, gonna yeah. put the you'll put the links into the show notes for the fall TV up fronts were last week, and so all the networks came and kind of presented their shows, and so these are long form trailers. Um, I almost feel like for a lot of shows, I f- I just watched the entire season. Can I um, ask you a question? Yeah. Um. Is is NBC's strategy? I know their strategy used to be must see TV. <laughs> Is right. their strategy now spaghetti on the goddamn wall? Because there are like 500 trailers on here, or 500 shows on here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, a lot of it's like, you know how they do a lot of mid-season stuff now? Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so we're going to do a uh, our esteemed, famed, mm-hmm. and notorious... Infamous. Infamous, <laughs> good, bad, and ugly segment. Shall I? You shall. God, that's so loud. Actually, a fair number of good shows. Were there? Uh, shows that I, that I thought were kind of good. Okay, so what I did, okay. I went through all of these shows. Okay. All of them. Okay. I watched most of the trailers until I got to CBS. And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. And uh, CBS had some good ones. They also had Kevin James. Um, that was actually not a bad... <laughs> did you watch the trailer for that? Yeah. 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 It... it no, oh, God, man. Um, no, not even the like, daughter connection. We'll, like it made no, no. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so I went through and I did four goods, four bads, okay. four uglies, and I got an honorable mention for each. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, let's get started. Then start with the good. <laughs> you take the good. You take the bad. All right. Good. You want me to start? Go ahead. All right. You d- you do one. I do one. And if we reach another person's show, we'll just uh, we'll just add on to. I'm pretty sure that this is going to be on your good list. Okay. My buddy. My first good is Son of Zorn on Fox. Yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Hot take. Hot take, brother. Son of Zorn is hands down the best show that's going to be coming in the fall on network television. By far. By far. The best new, especially the best new show. Mm. Maybe the best the show. The best recurring show is clearly The Walking Dead. Wow. Uh, Son of Zorn looks amazing. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis, Cheryl Hines. I love Cheryl Hines. Did yeah, you ever Sir watch uh, Tim Meadows? I love Tim Meadows. He's so damn funny. Did you ever yeah. watch um uh what is it? The Larry David uh Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
I did not. Yeah, she's the she's his wife on that show. Yeah. So she looks good in this show. She looks she's very young, very, very cute. She yeah. she's she's she looks very young for her age. Mm, and she's a good cutie. for her. Um, good for her. So, uh, you want to explain the show in like thirty-seven seconds? I can try. Uh, so, Jason Sudeikis is Zorn, right? So, soldier comes home. Yeah, and he's animated, war. but everybody else is live action. Mm-hmm. And he made a baby with Cheryl Hines yeah, years and ago. So he's trying to reconnect with his with his son. <laughs> yeah. So he's reconnecting. He's getting like a normal job, and he's trying to just you know make up for time lost. Let's see what this description says. Upon arriving home on Earth for the first time in 10 years, Zorn, a fully animated legendary warrior, finds that reconnecting with his live-action son, Alan, and his ex-wife, Edie, while suffering through a mundane office... I mean, it's just going to be so goddamn good. Like, the, the screen cap yes. on, the, on the trailer is, like, him in the office break room with a shirt <laughs> and tie, but, like, he's got, like, a loincloth and, like, a big <laughs> goblet and stuff. It's so great. Good. We're gonna love oh, it. So that's on, that's on Fox. Yes, Fox. All right. So we both like Son of Zorn. Yep. All right. So that's that's Earcon Pod approved. Two big Earcon Pod thumbs way up. All right. Ear next. <laughs> oh, mine. <laughs> My turn. What? I was thinking about something else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go. We'll do ping pong style. Mm. Um, that was a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so my show, we're moving to NBC. 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 Uh, with our good friend, friend of the show, Kristen Bell. On my list as well, my friend. And Ted Danson, the incomparable Ted Danson. Ted Danson. I love it. And starring in a comedy on NBC called The Good Place. Who would have thought Ted Danson, Ted Danson on a mm. comedy on NBC? Shocking. So he... He it looks like he plays like God's secretary, God like yeah. administrative assistant. I don't know what's the preferred nomenclature these days. Um, <laughs> executive. So okay, so Kristen executive is assistant to the regional. Uh, yeah, he, till the assistant to the regional God. He's assistant to okay. the regional God, not assistant okay. regional God. All right. Um. So Kristen Bell dies. Yeah, I, I have uh, this apparently. described as Veronica okay. Mars goes to heaven. Oh, excellent. Okay, I like that. I'll, I can go with that. I can I can buy that. I never saw Veronica Mars, but I'll buy it. I think um, one of the funny parts of this to me, like I like when you hear it, you're gonna think, "Oh, what a stupid idea!" It's just so gimmicky. But the idea that like she curses and it doesn't come out as a curse, like it's like mm-hmm. autocorrected when it comes out of her mouth, like that's <laughs> funny as shit. Like with the way she pulls that off is really funny. She's just hilarious She's in really that funny. in that comedy role, and I think it's just it's just something different on television. And I like that. I mean, I like that it's just. I don't know. It's good. You're good to see. They'll be able to do all this crazy shit, you know, about what they think heaven is like mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. What, what hell, what they perceive hell to be like. There's that funny scene where they're trying to, you know, she's, I guess, talking with her, her, apparently is her soulmate in heaven about how they made a mix up and she's, they got her name right, but all her deeds are messed up so that she's not supposed to be in heaven and she doesn't want to tell anyone <laughs> else because she's afraid she's going to go to the bad place. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, you know, let's find out what the bad place is. And they, they call up, I guess, some curator, <laughs> right? Some, like, inf- info desk, like Siri, like Heaven Siri. Um, and you can and hear she's like, I can only play you a small audio clip. And it's like, just <laughs> like chainsaws. It's exactly and like what you screaming. would think hell would sound like. Oh, my God. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't sound awesome. No. That's um, I, I just thought, I think it's funny. Um, it's Kristen Bell, so you should watch it. Love her. Good. All right. Next up. Okay. 
Uh, I'll take my turn now. I don't know why I'm describing what I'm doing. Uh, my next one was <laughs> The Mick on Fox. Oh, I didn't even watch this yes. trailer. And what got me on this one is it's Caitlin Olsen. From Sunny in Philly. From Always Sunny. And she's doing what she does best, which is being obnoxious and, and being crazy. And So does she, did she die on that show? Spoiler alert. No, it's not, it's not a tie-in. Uh, this is on, no, I mean, like, is she not on Sunny anymore? Oh, yeah, she is. They just, they, uh. they're, like, not filming as often as they used to. And but they I think they still have like two more seasons under contract. So I need to watch that show. It's really, really goddamn funny. My <laughs> wife watched the whole thing. All Jesus. like at the time it was only that's like, your that's getting your Netflix dollar. It was either five or six seasons at the time. And she watched them all in like four days. Well, they're like 21 minute episodes, right? Yeah, so, that's I mean. true. You can mainline them pretty quick. So it says this one is a hard living foul mouthed woman, which is Caitlin Olson moves to affluent Greenwich, Connecticut to raise the spoiled kids of her wealthy sister who has fled the country to avoid a federal indictment. And that's not really a good, super great description. And why is it called the Mick? Because her name is, uh, uh, I forget what her real name is, but the, her nickname is like Mickey. Uh, and so they call her the Mick. So it's like her, okay. like she's the Mick. And oh. like there's a... Hilarious. Yeah, Hilarity uh, ensues. It looks really goddamn funny to me. So okay. I'm going to watch the shit out of that. What network is that? Fox? That's on Fox. Wow, Fox. Stepping up your Fox. game from almost almost human and minority report. Fox. Minority report All right. got canceled. Ooh, shocker. I know, right? Um, okay, my turn. Yep. CBS. Mm-hmm. Alright, I know what you're thinking. Yep. It's CBS. It's it's old people TV. Mm-hmm. Uh Blue Bloods, <laughs> uh The Mentalist, <laughs> uh The Good Wife. That got canceled. Uh CSI. Should be canceled. Wow. CSI Cyber got canceled. <laughs> wow. Is that the one? That was the one with, uh, what's her face? Patricia Arquette? Sure. I don't know. I never watched it. There you go. Um, Joe McHale. Yep. Do you know who Joe McHale is? I do know who Joe, Ma- Joe <laughs> McHale is. I'm very familiar with the man. Uh, I, this I, I actually, know of his a, work. I am familiar with him uh, and his doings. Um, it's called The Great Indoors. Looks so good. It looks it looks kind of funny. It's about so uh, Joe McHale plays like this super outdoorsy adventurous guy that runs this. I guess it's like in charge of this magazine or owns this outdoors magazine, and then he's like coming inside to kind of, I guess, make the magazine better because it's run by a bunch of millennials. Yeah, they're terrible. They are the they are the exact. <laughs> description of millennial perfect millennials yeah so it's got mclovin in it it does that's right um it's just i don't know there's just some fun and maybe we watched every funny you know joke in the series in the trailer but uh it's enough to at least get me to watch two or three episodes i think i think it was it was cute it was cute <laughs> and funny and the joke you know yeah. he brought the he brought the bear in and then the bear ate the emotional like stability <laughs> animal or whatever i mean her I mean, like little then, dog or whatever and then they like have the recurring scene back in HR. I mean, that was just really, it's just funny. Yeah, I just, it was I just very funny. It. Uh, I think it's the kind of show that's going to need uh, a few episodes to like mm-hmm. find its footing really well. Mm-hmm. But I think if it can, it could be really good. Yeah. It rem- And the set reminded me a lot of like the news radio set. Kind of felt that like. Oh, news yeah. I, I, I get you on that. Which, yeah. I love news radio great show yeah yeah with uh joe rogan <laughs> ufc's ufc and fear factors joe rogan yeah, that's right you're goddamn right and ki- kids in the halls day fully and, kids in the, and saturday night lives 
R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Oh, R.I.P. Phil. Yeah. Too soon. Wife shot him. Wow, really, dude? I think so. Like, yeah, I think she shot him. No, I mean, like, really going to talk about this on this podcast? Oh, I thought we were Hodor. <laughs> no, I thought we were Hodor. Really? No, he really. She really shot yeah, him. Yeah, she really did. She really shot him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I was just trying to bring a little Hodor into this segment. Uh, all right. So I've got a. Uh, it's Rita, I'm sorry. And no, that was my that was my guess. Sorry, my, my my suggestion was great indoors. So it's it's to you, volley to you, my to friend. Me. I have an honorable mention. Okay. Or as the British would say, a honorable mention. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, one that I'm kind of intrigued by, and I hope it's really good, and I'm going to give it a shot. Is Designated Survivor on ABC? Okay, uh, I did not watch this trailer, so talk to me. So Kiefer Sutherland. Is oh, a God. I know Stop right? talking to me, but he's not playing Jack Bauer. Uh, he, he is a lower level U.S. cabinet member, and he's the one selected to like stay behind while everybody else goes to the State of the Union. Okay, the State of the Union is attacked and everybody's killed. He becomes the president. And okay. to to put a twist on it, everybody in the administration thinks he can't do it. The president earlier that day, although they didn't make it official, had told him he was fired. So like he's like absolutely the last person you'd want to be president, and all of a sudden he's president, and it looks interesting. So I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay, which what network is that this is on? on? The American Broadcasting Company. Oh God, yeah, they'll fuck it up. Yeah, they'll find a way. They very well may, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay, um, it looks interesting. I, okay, good. Um, I'm happy for you. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> I have an honorable mention as well. Okie dokie. On Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking, I guess it's also a drama. So we had all these comedies in our good, which is interesting because we normally aren't guys who promote comedies, but, uh, um, because usually they suck outside of Brooklyn nine, nine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I have a drama as well on Fox. Did you watch the trailer for pitch? I did watch the drama for pit, the trailer for pitch. Intriguing. And I was intrigued by it. My own, I do have one big problem with it. Okay. It's not. Paul Mark Paul Gossler is the catcher, please. No, that's not my problem. Okay, I don't have any problem with the casting. I, okay. I don't have any problem with the the way she's portrayed or her story well, or any of this. You just don't want women ever playing professional sports. That is wow. also not my problem. Wow, dude. I mean, seriously, like I'm totally. I know this is your podcast, and it's an opportunity I'm for you totally to voice fine your opinions. With her playing professional major league baseball, I'm not bothered by it in the least. You think women should be in the kitchen? I do, what? I do not. I think women should be where they want to be. <laughs> My problem, it's the San Diego Padres. Oh, well, no other team would take her. And it's just, you know, because you know, she belonged in the kitchen, right? I right? just like the you Padres. Just, didn't you just want to agree with that statement? Yeah, you did. I, you I just like the Padres like on par with how I dislike the Rays. The Giants? No, the no, Giants? no. The Giants are in a league of their own. Oh, okay. Well, speaking, that's kind of funny that you use that reference. Yep. <laughs> They're wearing skirts and sliding. Uh, where's Betty Spaghetti when you need <laughs> Betty her? Betty Spaghetti. Uh, um, I love I, that I damn know. movie. <laughs> I know, right? I I was. Uh, is that where they belong? And uh, women can play baseball on television in in the movies. Uh, women can play baseball wherever they want, as long as they can play baseball. Good. I don't care. Good. So that's why I think this is, has some promise. I think it's interesting. I like the fact that. If you watch the trailer, they explain from the get-go like how how they can make this like plausible and believable. That they mm-hmm. obviously know that there's like 
you know, physical limitations just because of, you know, the speed and the, and the velocity that, you know, most men can throw at versus, you know, majority of the women for me playing fast pitch baseball, like 95, hundred miles an hour, right. but that he teaches his daughter how to beat those odds by using different pitches, screwball, knuckleball, stuff like that. Yeah. And that it doesn't, it's not all about that speed. It's not about having more, you know, the men having more muscle mass and being able to, to throw that baseball that she could actually hold her own. Yes. Um, with these guys and uh, it's that's totally true like can, case in point tim fucking wakefield yeah look at every like, knuckle, knuckleballer yeah. jesus man um the one thing that i that i was really interested in in the trailer was they showed her she comes up she's pitching this screwball or whatever and then the other pitcher is like you know eventually they're going to figure out your little trick pitch and they're going to be hitting you and um, my thought was yeah they are going to figure it out eventually so what is she going to do and that's going to be very interesting, like to see how she evolves and changes her game, changes mm-hmm. her outlook, whatever she needs to do to stay competitive. Like that's going to yeah. be interesting. I certainly yeah, hope so. it's not like I hope they don't go down the road of, uh, yeah, they figure it out. So she goes and does something else like that would be a super cop out. Like I want to see her succeed mm-hmm. and in a real way, not like. I don't know. Like, make make her succeed for real. So, but it looks very yeah. interesting. I, I, she, she. I, I don't know that I've seen her in anything, but she looks like she's going to do a good job. So, I will. And, I'll watch it. And Zach Morris. And Zach Morris. So, with a beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bearded Zach Morris. Yeah. Um, a good looking fellow. So, yeah. So I am interested. It's it's an honorable <laughs> mention because I just I think it has some potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to to give it a shot and see where it goes. Just you know, much like uh, I will with the Kevin James comedy. Oh, God. So there you go. Um, so we did our good. Mm. You want to go into the bad? Yeah, let's do bad. Um, let's do the bad. You want me to start? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, number one on my bad is all CBS dramas. Period. I hate CBS dramas. They all look the wow. same. Yeah. Well, they. I think I'm pretty sure, uh, except for. I think one actually ended up on the CW, but I had in my ugly category all four of the the movie to TV uh, adaptations. So Bull looks um, dumb. Doubt sounds dumb. Uh, let's see what else we got. Yeah. Conviction. Conviction. I mean, Haley Atwell, you're Wait, super hot, and, like, and you. Sh- yeah, I know, but I was just under. I was just going in the bad category. Oh, okay, I was talking about CBS. Okay. Uh, what is making history on CBS? I don't know, but I was just talking about that the, one? the dramas. So, oh, the dramas. Training Day. So that was stupid. Yeah, Training Day is that's like basically ugly. If it, a if it's a drama on CBS or B if it's a show. Training Day was a really good if movie. If it's a show based on a movie, I don't want to see it. Like I saw the movie, I don't want to see it. Right, and I don't understand why they feel like they need. I mean, these were all these were four. One you got, you know, it's three TV. I always misspoke. Three movie to TV adaptations and one TV to TV adaptation, but they're all bad. Yeah. Training Day was a really good movie, and the TV pilot looks really terrible. With I didn't um, even watch what's it. His, which what's his face is, um, God, the guy from Twister. What's his What's his name? Mm, Helen Hunt. The the douche. No, the douche the guy. Cow. No, I guess he I wasn't know. a douche. I didn't watch that. the trailer, so I don't know. The guy, the good guy in in uh, the tornado. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, God, what's his name? I honestly I don't remember. I could look it up, but I don't. No, that's all right. 
Um, and then <laughs> Lethal Weapon, which looks freaking terrible. Also, great movie. But they like make it a shot for shot remake, including like same lines and stuff, and it's just awful. So dumb. Uh, Frequency on the CW. Is that in your bag? Which is that's in my ugly. All these I'm are in my ugly. I'm not ready to get to ugly yet. I'm oh, still in bad. Okay. All right. Let's go back all to right. bad. Where I have. Okay. So uh, I said all CBS dramas. What's your pick for bad? Okay. Okay. All CBS dramas. Um, Conviction. Okay. Okay. I like. I like Haley Atwell. I want that I to like, be good. I like but her. I don't think it's. I like be. her. I like her boobies. <laughs> I like um, all of She is. She is very well endowed. Um, um, my concern about this is is she has an American accent. Me too. At, well, a she has an American accent. That that's not necessary. It's dumb. Uh, I think the backstory is the weak part of this. Like if she was just a lawyer that worked on cold cases, like okay, cool, let's do it. Let's get into it. Like that's fine. But this whole wrinkle about how she does cocaine and sleeps with all these people and stuff, I mean, it's totally not necessary. And she is the former first daughter. Yeah, like like what? why? 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 Just show me a cool courtroom show. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. So that's probably not going to be good. Um, there's this other show called Making History, which is one of the many time travel shows that are, are going to be coming our I'm way. I'm not watching any more time uh, travel shows. I'm not doing it. So it's about this guy that goes back to 1775. And I guess he, like, screws up. It's a comedy. It looks and terrible. He, he, I watched the, the thing. Yeah. Uh, he, like, he, ham is like money, man. Shut yeah, up he has a girlfriend back there. He messed he messed up Paul Revere's ride or something. I don't know. So and he brings like a history professor back. The, the funny part was in the beginning was when he goes he like goes back in time the first time I guess and he like messes something up, and then he goes into the classroom and says, "I have an urgent matter about colonial <laughs> yeah, Massachusetts." He's like, you have an and he was like, question. "Really? You have an urgent question about colonial Massachusetts?" <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was funny. That's where it's that's where it stopped. Uh, big funny. So making history is looks really yeah, bad. Yeah, looks terrible. Um, and then there's this show called Pure Genius. Uh huh. I didn't even I believe watch that. that. Was also on CBS. Uh, about this tech billionaire. I love how it's like the term tech billionaire that puts all this money into the state of the art medical facility of like trying to cure people, and then come to find out he has the most incurable disease. I mean, I of course know, he does. Looks dumb. It looks stupid, because and it's plot. got a really, and it's got a really old looking dude um, who didn't used to look old, and I forget his name now. Is it so. art? Yeah. Wow, dude, throwing heat, man. <laughs> he's he's not gonna hear this for a couple of weeks. They're going on a cruise. <laughs> oh, they haven't even gotten. Oh, where are you? Wow, you don't even get. Oh, there he is Dermot Dermot Mulroney. He's old. He looks really old in that. He's pilot. not that old in Young Guns. He's 52. He, he's he young looks, and young guns. And in my best friend's wedding. Yeah. Uh, well, so, young guns was like, what, 91? I don't know. It was a long time ago, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so you want me to run down some bads, brah? I thought you did. All no, CBS dramas. that was only my number one. Oh, okay. That was only my number one. Go. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to just tear through him since you encroached. Go. Uh, Go. Oh, I yeah, encroached. Yeah, yeah, you did. Brother. Encroach, brother. Um, so <laughs> my second bad one is Midnight Texas on NBC. Oh, that does sound uh, bad. Let me see the description here. Okay. 
So, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's the creator, like the, no, not the creator, the director of Mr. Robot, which, okay, oh. but you're not the creator, you just directed it. Um, basically, it's like a, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't so get, have you ever listened to Welcome to Night Vale, the podcast? No. Well, it's like a podcast where, like, this guy comes on and he gives you the news from Night Vale, and it's like all this weird shit, like, super. News from what? Night Vale. What's that? It's, it's fictional town. It's all made up. It's a story. Oh, like you could do it for Enon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do Welcome, welcome to Enon. Um, so, so, but he does like <laughs> fictional fictional news for this fictional town, and it's all like these weird supernatural stuff, and it's entertaining. But this is like a town in Texas called Midnight, Texas, where it's like vampires and psychics and witches and shit, and I'm just super oh. not interested. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, amazingly bad, so I won't be watching that. Um, number three, Imaginary Mary on ABC. Oh, Did yes. Watch this trailer? Yes. So, oh, my God. Why, why would I watch this show? Jenna Elfman has an imaginary friend. Like, that's the whole thing. And she's like, her imaginary friend is like... I, I saw this. It's called Drop Dead Friend. <laughs> I saw it when it was called Drop Dead Friend. I don't understand why they keep making this premise over and over again. Like oh, it's okay. not it. W- it may have been funny the first thousand times that this was a movie or TV show, right? Movie. You know, Thank you, know, you. Like if it was a movie that ended in ninety minutes, when, like when it was Harvey the Rabbit. Like okay, entertaining. Like it's not entertaining anymore. Stop doing it. So that's bad. They're gonna make a twenty-two episode, you know, season about an imaginary they're, friend. They've probably already ordered season two. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> So number four on NBC, I I I was starting to get into the God stop doing this shit. Uh, from from Luke Besson, I love Luke Besson. He did he did Fifth Element. He did Leon the Professional. Some of my favorite movies. He's bringing you Taken the show. Jesus, yes, it happens. Before taking the movies, when he's like training oh, to be okay. like getting his particular set of skills, so he's not a bad father, not yet. yet. <laughs> okay, I'm sure he's bad at something, but parenthood is not yet it. I mean, okay. uh, no, I was just like, no, stop doing this, stop it. And then my honorable mention is along the same. Is that ca- is that canon? So like, are we to assume that when his daughter goes miss goes missing in the first movie, that it's this is not the first time that. Someone in his life has been taken. I assume so, He's, yeah. You feel like, I feel like he would have like had more safeguards in yeah, place. Yeah, one would think. And see, here's the thing. that Okay, if they don't, if they don't go down the road of, you know, he's doing the same shit over and over again where he's retrieving people. If they don't go down that road and it's just like him becoming who he was before she was taken, then why call it taken? Call it like Operation Badass or something. Call it the Neesons. The Neesons. I would watch that. Yes. I'd, I'd watch, watch the that. shit out of the Neesons. Uh, but I would only watch it if Key and Peele wrote it. <laughs> and, and, and started, started it. it. Basically, I'm saying we should watch Key and Peele. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm going to watch all those clips tonight. <laughs> so, my honorable mention. That and, that and all the clips of Betty Spaghetti. Betty Spaghetti. I'm going to go back and watch that movie tonight. <laughs> My honorable mention along the same lines and for the same reasons is The Exorcist on Fox and my notes are just stop remaking shit. Stop it. Is that the one with Gina Davis? Is Gina Davis in that? Yes. And she looks like she's 5,000 years old. Oh, God. 
I don't know what has happened to her. <sighs> Gina Davis. I don't know if it's makeup, but she does not look good. And it's not like, oh, she's gotten old. It's she does not look good. She looks like bad. Mm. She needs to get back on that playing field, play some baseball. Wow. So that's my bad. I'm trying to think, is there anyone else on that show? Uh, I mean, looking yeah, through nobody important. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so ugly. Unless you have more bad. Uh no, you've pretty much call, pretty much covered it. Um, I was I would loop in all the time other time travel shows yes, in there. The one about um, HG Wells. There's there's one that was uh made after the lovely 1970 something movie Time After Time. They're actually going to call it Time After Time. Exactly. Didn't need to pay for that one either. <laughs> um. So after the lovely movie. That we've talked about on this podcast before because I've watched that movie and it's actually not time bad. After time? Yeah, the movie Time After Time. Yes, we've talked about this movie. Oh, wait, wait, on wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This podcast. I remember this now. 1979. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Remember we talked about this? I need to get this. Yeah. I need to watch this because. I know. We talked about this. 1979. Malcolm McDowell, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, David Warner. David Warner, man, plays the Jack the Ripper yeah, character. Yeah, I definitely need to watch it. I need to get this on it's, Netflix. It's not bad, man, for 1979. Wait, wait, I can watch it it's, right now for $2 on Amazon Video. Done and done. <laughs> done. Paul's the done podcast. It's not bad. I will talk and to so, you in one hour and 52 minutes. <laughs> they're remaking it, and it looks no, really bad. No, don't remake it. That looks, I got to get that. I got to get that. It is. It's good. It's good. I remember he goes back to, I think, San Francisco. And, uh, you know, so it's this whole story of uh, Jack the Ripper steals H.G. Wells' time machine and is he's in, I guess, goes to 19, current, the present time then, 1979 in San Francisco and uh, dude is going fucking loose. I have some breaking news for you. Fat, fast and loose. I have some breaking news for you. I'm not playing the damn thing, though. Uh, time after time, 1979. Oh, this is Tom. I Bunkle. just pulled that joker up on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. 86% fresh. Yes. Yes. That's Agreed. a certified good movie right there, buddy. Hodor. Hodor loved yep. it. Loved by all, including I'm Hodor. I'm going to have to watch that movie. I'm, I told you. I only told you about it like a, probably a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, I probably and, forgot. Yeah, there you go. So don't forget this time because it's not bad. I got the, the tab pulled up. It might end up in the show notes accidentally. Um, it, was, it was peak David Warner, man. Peak David Warner. <laughs> 1979. Is that peak David Warner? I thought uh, I thought the Omen was peak David Warner. About Tron. He was Tron. also Tron. He was 1982. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. He was also in My Best Friend Is a Vampire, which is a great, uh, a great flick as well. Yeah, yeah I remember you, you starring uh, that one. starring the guy starring the guy who commits suicide in Dead Poet Society. I got halfway through that one. Which, by the way, Dead Poet Society. <laughs> you should watch <laughs> no. all Dead Poet Society. No. Which, by the which which reminds me of the excellent season finale of Saturday Night Live. That was hilarious. Which everyone should at least watch the Fred Armisen Dead Poet Society sketch. Never see it coming. I'm looking at uh, David Warner's IMDb page. Total Recall, 2070. Mm-hmm. TV series, 1999. Mm, Planet of the Apes in 2001. Oh, God. Pooh's Grain Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin. He's in Batman Beyond. He played Ra's al Ghul. Oh, he was in Titanic. That's right. Yeah. He played Ra's al Ghul wow. in, in uh, an episode of Batman Beyond. Oh, there you go. He played... Uh, he was a Wing Commander, Ra. Oh, wow. 
Now we're taking me back. <laughs> he was in Wing Commander. I actually went to the theater and saw that. Not gonna I lie. wonder, you know, speaking of Wing Commander, I wonder if that's why we like TIE Fighter so much, because it was like Wing Commander. Wing Commander was a great mm. game. Did you ever mm. play Wing Commander? No, I never played it. I saw it the movie. It was very now. similar to uh, TIE Fighter. Good, good game. Huh. Good game. There you go. He was also in Star Wars Force Commander, the he video was in game. in Inner Sanctum 2. Jesus, this guy has a lot of credits. I told you, man. He's getting he's getting work done at the ripe age of seventy four. He is a working dude. Yeah, I don't know if he has any upcoming projects though. Not die is probably his biggest upcoming project. Oh, that's funny. He's playing <laughs> on the show called Ripper Street. He was in Time Bandits. Whole, I haven't watched that. So which thing? I watched. Oh yeah, that that movie. That's not bad. Yeah. He likes his time. Movies, he was in an apparently. episode of Heart to Heart and and two episodes of Remington Steel. Oh, there you go. Um. So so yeah. Watch time after time. Yeah. Don't watch the new time after time. Okay. Or timeless, which is another one that looks bad. Or don't watch making history, which is the other bad making one history, that was another really bad. bad. You think timeless looks bad? I don't think it looks bad, but it's just it's that it's that Goran Vishnik guy from ER, and I always hated him oh, on I don't ER. Know who that is? But um. I mean, it looked like a show that like could be decent, but not mm-hmm. my kind of thing. It's I'm the sh- tired it's of a show that travel. it's a show that would be good if it wasn't on network television, and they didn't have to reach like get to the point so fucking quickly because they were afraid they're going to get canceled. Yeah, if it was on Netflix, like, there's no, it would be, be really good. There's no autonomy to like you know really dive deep into some good content and and, and storyline that they don't have to like have some huge payoff, right? Yeah. I mean. We took, you know, it took what six seasons to get to get Hodor, the Hodor <laughs> yeah. payoff. So I mean, and, and there through you six. go. And then we finally learned what a what an, a royal a hole Lord Stark is. He's dead is dead. Wow. Uh, so so, so the, you want me to now we're in the, on the ugly. Yeah, you want me to knock out some uglies? Well, let me just do my uh, ugly television rant. Oh, please do. So I want to hear this. The, the movie, the movie to TV oh, ugly, Jesus and then Christ. the one, t- the one TV to TV ugly. So under my ugly, we already touched on them a little bit. Lethal Weapon. I've been under your ugly. Why? Wow. Why are we remaking this? It's a great movie. It looks terrible. Oh, I've Again, got Lethal Weapon do- on my ugly. Okay, I'm crossing that off. They're doing something. They literally like stole text from the movie yeah. and they're just like redoing it, and it just is terrible. Like exact scenes, scene for scene. Because I've seen Lethal Weapon many, many, many yeah. times because it's a great movie. And there's boobies. Um, wow. Well, um, I'm just saying. So, so continuing. Um, <laughs> I missed tra- you. Tra- tra- training day boobies. <laughs> um, training day, which we already we talked about as well. Yeah, terrible. Uh, starring the guy that I still didn't look up. Um, let me saw, let me find him right here. Training Day TV series. Is this it? Oh my God! You know who's in the? Did you watch? You didn't watch the trailer no, for Training Day. I forgot to tell you that that it's kind of sad because you know who is a detective on that show? Ew. Katrina Law, aka Nissa Algol. Oh no! Yeah, Nissa. Oh is shit! In it. I know it's bad. bad now bad, bad. I'm um, intrigued. Mm, I love me some wow. Nissa. Why aren't they even showing him as a cast member? How many is she in all That's the really, episodes? Oh, Bill, Bill fucking Paxton, man. Yeah. Is she in every episode? I don't care about her. Um, let's see how many. Let's see how many she was billed for. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow, it's not even coming. Oh, she's right now. She's only billed on one episode, no, okay. so she might die. 
Some of those, like, they don't put in all the episodes yet. Mm-hmm. So. She was in 15 episodes of Arrow. Um, so there, there you go. Um, Goodness. Katrina Law is yeah. so So dangerous. there you go. Uh, so Lethal Weapon Training Day are terrible. Um, continuing in this vein, we talked about Frequency on the CW, which is another really good movie starring uh, Jesus Christ, Jim Caviezel. I never saw it. And did it really? Yeah. All right, I need to check and see if it's available on Netflix. If not, I'll I'll bring a copy for you. Right, um, I'll, I'll look it up while you talk. De- Dennis Quaid, Jim Caviezel. Um, there's a girl in it that I can't remember. Uh, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. It, it deals it, DVD only. I can get the DVD. There you go. It deals with some type of kind of like time travel, but it's really interesting. Like he finds this uh, this kid in the present day finds this, or he's all grown up at that point, but finds his ham radio, and there's these like crazy like light like aurora borealis kind of shit things going on mm-hmm. with and it so it changes shit with the radio waves and he can he figures out that he can communicate with his father like from like thirty years ago. Can I ask uh, you a question? Yeah. Can you hear my dog snoring? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> he's so, really loud. But his dad is dead because his dad dies like a, a week later or whatever. And so he tries to prevent his dad's death. And, oh, it stars um, the mom is fucking uh, Penny. Is it Penny from Lost? I think it's Not Penny Penny's from Lost. Boat? Yeah, but it's Penny. I think it's Penny from Lost. Um but uh, he tr- he prevents his dad's oh, death. Oh, Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He prevents. So I he like prevents her. his he prevents his dad's death, which is awesome. But then it like fucking butterfly affects the shit, and it makes all these other problems worse because they're trying to catch the serial killer. So oh, it's geez. actually really good. You should watch it. Uh, Netflix says that I will give this a three point one star. Okay, is that good? I think so. I think three is liked it, and four is mm. like. It's or it's a good it's three a good is like, ni- it was good and four is yeah it was it's really a good, good mid nineties kind of like came out in the year two thousand oh whoops <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, my bad uh, but it, no it's good you should watch it it was not a not a bad movie it may not hold up as much today with because you know with cell phones and okay, shit now but... I'm just gonna look at pictures of Katrina Law for a while. Oh, okay. Um, and then finally, not a movie to TV, but a TV to TV, and probably commits the greatest sin of all, and that's being fucking terrible. And that is MacGyver. Oh, and this is coming from someone I didn't even who's put seen that down. This is coming from someone who's seen every episode of MacGyver. Yeah, the trailer in tri- looks really in tri- terrible. In triplicate. So I know I'm not like their target demo, but I should at least have some appreciation for the show and would probably more likely than some give it a pass like if it wasn't completely awesome but it wasn't it was completely terrible and macgyver was cocky and like he just was trying to be like a badass and that was never macgyver's mo he was just this guy who could do stuff but he never like showed off on it and he never was like hey look what i can do i'm fucking badass yeah the premise of the new macgyver show is macgyver's son is a douchebag. Yeah. So is it really MacGyver's son? I think so. I, yeah. I kind of alluded. He kind of alluded to it because he's like, my dad always taught me. Da da da. I think it's supposed to be Angus's mm. son. Oh, it looks so bad. It's so oh. depressing because I love that show. You know how much I love that show. I'm just gonna go back and watch Frank and MacGyver. It's it's good. So, you know, you have to skip. I think we talked about this. Like, I tried to watch. I was watching him on Netflix, and you know. 
Yeah, there's a you few definitely got to like next episode, especially the first like one or two seasons. It's just it's a little yeah. rough, but there's still some funny parts. That was back when they'd they'd give you a much longer rope. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my uglies. Okay. <laughs> not a euphemism. Uh, number not, one. Not number not one. Law. N- not, she is not ugly. She is the opposite of ugly. Total sweat. Number one Total ugly. Sweat. Kevin can wait. Oh see. my gosh! Really? Number one. Really? Ugly. Yep. Looks. Why? Terrible. Why does it look terrible? It's it's the same goddamn show. It's the King of Queens retired. No, not really. Where's the old dad? Oh Jesus! They'll find an old uh, dad. I just thought I thought some of the I thought uh, some of the jokes were pretty funny, especially I thought they were especially terrible. with whatever you we'll we'll revisit this in ten years when you're having that same conversation with your daughter. <laughs> because literally, when he when he was when she was introducing the two guys, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this guy's awesome. I love Todd." When and she, then she introduced uh, yeah, Kale, yeah. Kale. Yeah, when she's 17, she won't even talk to me anymore. So oh, okay, who's who's the winner in that conversation? Yeah, winner. But winner. then, but then when she's when then she's like, you always told me that you know you wanted me to be happy and have this and da 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 da. And he was like, yeah, I thought we got all of that with Todd. And that was just I was like rolling. It was so funny because that's totally what's gonna happen. You're gonna have this guy that you really like, and that's and it's never. not gonna be the guy she picks. I will never like a Todd. Mm. Really? Never. Guy that guy that appreciates cops and likes baseball? Okay. But he's named Todd. <laughs> hey, hate to break it to you, not your choice. You know, there may no you Todd. know there may there may I've, be a parent of a guy who says, you know what? I will not like a Beatrix. <laughs> that's fine. That's his prerogative. But uh, I've been telling her since day one, no Todd. <laughs> No, Todd. You really did. You like? Did you? You know, subliminal. I sing her to sleep with a little song about not dating. Did Todd's. you like subliminally add it to the back backing track of Beverly Hills Chihuahua? Yeah, I did. I put. I recorded it into her sleep sheet. <laughs> so when George Lopez talks, it's yeah. really. He's like. He's like A S A. No Todd. A S A. What? <laughs> oh God. So my next. Okay, you hit my number two, Lethal Weapon. Yes, pretty bad. My number three, Ugly, American Housewife. Oh my god, yes. And you know what's so bad? She was so funny in uh, season one, and then she came back for season three of Eastbound and Down. She mm. was really funny. She like played off of uh, Danny McBride. She really yeah, funny. She's hilarious on Eastbound and Down. And they just kind of. But it strikes me as one of those, sh- like the show that Casey Wilson was on, where she's really funny, but the show is happy not. endings. Uh, was that the name of it? The one where she was married to? Oh um, no, no, Kim no, Marino? no! Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember the yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Of it. She, the one where she was married. She to was Kim hilarious Marino. in that. Yeah, she was really funny in that. And the fun, the show was yeah, not. I remember. I know what you're talking uh, about. So yeah, this one is normal everyday mom at a place in rich ass Connecticut town, and I'm just not. And it's like a lot of fat jokes, and I'm gonna. Yeah, it's a lot of fat jokes. I'm gonna get all this comedy in this situation from the Mick with Caitlin Olsen. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that trailer tonight. Yeah, this. Yeah. So is that all your? Is that your uh, ugly? And nope, got two more buddy. Okay. Number four, speechless. Oh right, with uh, <sighs> Mini Driver. With Mini Driver. So here's what I wrote How about down. Them? How about them apples? Speechless on ABC. Okay, so here's... I wrote down what I think the pitch for this show okay. was. Hey, you like that disabled kid in Breaking Bad, right? Wow. 
Wow. Here's a whole show about a family with a wow, disabled kid. Wow. It, this really works. This really works. Yeah, and so they gave him a show. And they put they got the guy from Reno 911. They did I didn't even see, I didn't even the notice. black dude. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Of yeah, course yeah. he plays uh, a janitor, right? Like typecast motherfuckers. Of course. I mean, seriously. Uh so speechless looks terrible. Yeah. And my honorable mention, although it really could be number one in the uglies, but it's the honorable mention. Downward dog on ABC. <laughs> a goddamn talking. You know dog. what's sad is it's it, Molly's in it. It's Allison. I know yeah. she was amazing in Fargo season one. She's a great actress. Mm. She's. I'm sure she's going to be funny next in this. Cat. I'm not going to watch it because it's a goddamn. She's talking starring dog. A, next to a dog. Again, I feel like I saw the whole. Show. That's one where I felt like I saw the whole season. Yep, you sure did. You saw the whole thing. That's all I got. Um, so, in summation, four comedies that are must see according to Irkham Paz: Son of Zorin, mm-hmm. The Good, The Good Place, mm-hmm. The Great Indoors, and which is interesting because they got that's one Fox, one NBC, one CBS, and then the Mick, which oh, you Mick. said was also on Fox, yeah. right? So ABC is left out of the comedy block. Suckers. Once again, I did give them um, a designated survivor in my goods. Right. So that's an honorable mention. And I gave pitch an honorable mention. There's two dramas there, one on ABC and one on Fox. Um, and then don't watch any of the other shows we talked about. Nope. There you go. Don't watch anything except, else. Except Kevin can wait. Give that a shot. Nope. You know what? <laughs> if you want to watch Kevin can wait and I'm talking to the audience, you knock yourself out. Have yep. fun. I hope it's good. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I ain't watching it. Nope. Um, so I'm actually, you know, for the first time, there's more than a few shows that I'm a little excited about. So uh, very excited about those uh, those few shows. And I will look into the Mick and uh, see what you're all pumped about. Oh, yeah. I love me some so, Caitlin Olsen. So we'll, uh, we will closely monitor these shows. And by that, we will probably not talk about them for three months. <laughs> um, we will forget then, to watch uh, all of them. <laughs> and be yeah. like, hey, that got canceled. I'm sorry. I will not forget to watch Son of Zorn. They no. already liked one of my tweets. I love me. Oh, God. I cannot wait to see that. That's going to be so good. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, that's our show. You want to throw out your pick real quick, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a pick? I do not. I was okay. too busy. Um, oh, I had stuff to do. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've been super busy. <laughs> um, okay. So my pick is another podcast episode. Yeah. So I um, had turned you on to the O.J. Simpson uh, <coughs> podcast that was on The Ringer. Remember, it was kind of like a serial esque. I, I um, did. I think you and I think you may have listened I to it, or you lied to, to me. And I thought okay. it was so, quite good. So this is the same podcast network, but this is this is Mr. Bill Simmons, right. the sports guy, um, interviewing Scott Harrison, okay, who is the founder of Charity yeah, Water. Yeah, I've heard of him. I gave them some so, money. At one point. Yeah, I remember you used to talk about yeah. him back in the day or that site. Um, so it's a great cause. So it's really it he talks about how he got started and it's unbelievable his story. He was this like crazy hard partier. Oh, he was yeah. a club prom- he was a club promoter in New York City. He was a um, badass. Yeah, so it was really interesting the story, like his progression for how he got started it in you know, with volunteering and aid and humanitarian stuff, um, how 
you know, what his mission was, the stuff that they do, the, the, the issues and the problems facing the world with getting, just getting clean water. Like you think it's such a basic thing. I mean, we sit there that he talked about on the, on the podcast, how these you know women would walk for eight hours to get water for their village. And they'd come back and it would be like, I think he said like 10 gallons, you yeah. know, that they would be able to carry back. And that's two flushes of our toilet. That's ridiculous. So, I mean, you think about that and they would walk eight hours for that. Um, so anyway, I, I won't spoil the rest of it, but I, it's a really good listen. Uh, it's about an hour. Uh, the link's in the show notes. Uh, take a look. It's the Bill Simmons and Scott Harrison just talking about the how they started the foundation and how to solve the global water crisis and what you can do to help. So there you go. Yeah. Good cause. Very so, good cause. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like it's fucking water, man. Like, come on. Yeah, and it's surprising it's like, how little you need to give to make a big difference. Well, and the other thing is, and they they spend a great deal of time on this, is the one hundred percent of the money goes to the cha- goes to charity water, like yeah. goes to putting water. They have they literally have two bank accounts. They have one bank account where all the money that people give for the public. And and they never ever have never touched that money, even to the point where they almost went bankrupt a couple of years ago. And they have another account, which is they get people to donate, like millionaires and tech people to donate money to, for payroll and just the stuff to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. But they never draw from the public fund. Yeah. Even though they could have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in there, they never draw from it. And that money goes straight to water, straight to helping people. And I just like, you know, I think that's one of the big things is that you have this people and I think, you know, we're very skeptical, right? Especially with the internet and all these charities that are out there and well, where is my money going actually? Right. And I think, I think for the most part, organizations do a really shitty job of showing you where your money's going. They, they kind of tell you, you know, here's some, here's some of the things that we do as a organization, but where is my money actually going? And they go so far in charity water, like they'll give you the GPS coordinates of the well that you helped to build. Right. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's really awesome. So, the stuff they do. So it's a good, it's a good cause. Take an hour out of your drive and just listen to it and learn some more about it. Um, if you hadn't, haven't ever heard of charity water. Yep. Do it. So there's our podcast. Yeah. There's an excellent podcast and you are welcome for us doing it. <laughs> Okay, so that's it for Nicholas. This is Brandon. Please tweet at us. We're oh, we're getting, getting your we're getting surprisingly art. surprisingly close to episode one hundred. Getting your questions for you, art. They did not think it was possible. They did not think it was going to happen. But here we are on the precipice of history. They're betting against us. They all were. You know, I felt like Assholes. this was this was our our chance to show the world that it could be done. Yep. Um, and, and we're doing it. We're doing it, Peter. We're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it, Peter. <laughs> While you're doing it, get in your questions for art. We're, uh, what episode will this be? This will be 96. 96. So I may oh, have. The old 90, the old 96. The There's old, the episode. If you listen the to old... this whole episode in one sitting, you get it for free. <laughs> the old 96. Oh, great. <laughs> so great. Oh man. Wait until the end. <laughs> And to have the best line. Um, so we only have a few more episodes to 100. So please, please get your questions in. Please add the question um, to the running tab about Art and his encounter with the Nature Boy. Do it. Because I, I will talk to him about that. Please do not um, let him know about that because I want that to just be a free-flowing conversation. Oh, he's going to so listen want... to this and 
hear it. <laughs> Dad, don't listen to 96. Shit. Damn <laughs> Forget everything I said about the nature boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, get your questions in for, for Artemis, um, and we will uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, until next time, um, I said Nicholas, I said Brandon, but I'll say it again. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll always be here to hold the door for you. Peace out.